Welcome back to Six Pennies Podcast. It has been a minute, but me and Albert are here and we're back and we're missing Timmy today, but we're going to try to make do without him. We haven't done one of these in a while. You remember how to do pocket changes? Cha-ching. Let's do this thing. All right, so we're going to do this little bit of a new format. A couple months ago, I believe, we gave away a pair of AirPods and we have a ton, a plethora of pocket change questions that we need to go through. So we're trying out this new format today. We're calling it countdown or pocket change countdown. What we're going to do is once we start the timer, it's going to be like a 30 minute countdown or we're going to try to just go through as many topics, as many questions as possible from you guys. So we appreciate all the questions. Uh, we'll go in depth for the ones that we need to get in depth on. And so it might just end up being one topic if it's a good one or last for 30 minutes. But yeah, that's what we're going to do. So Albert, you ready to go? Let's do it, man. All right, starting the timer now. All right, so our first question comes from a friend of the podcast, Josh Ma. What up, Josh? Oh, JD Ma, congratulations, one year anniversary. Oh yeah, happy one year anniversary. All right, here we go. So he asks, are AirPods worth it? This is a very good question. (laughs) I hope the answer is yes, but I have never fully experienced the AirPod, AirPod experience. So Albert, take this one away. I am a full defender of the AirPods. Um, I use it every day for work. So I'm on the phone a lot, uh, whether it's meetings, conference calls, things like that. It's just very convenient to just put one in. It auto syncs to your Bluetooth phone. You don't have to touch it. You don't have to pair it or anything. It just does it automatically. And um, you just talk as if it's it's like it's not even there. Um, the reason why I bought it actually was because of our, our mutual friend, Derek Shaw. Um, he also is on the phone all the time, but I remember one time we went to lunch and he had he had a beanie on, but he also had like these white things sticking out on the side. And I was like, hey, what are those? And he was like, is, they're the AirPods, man. You should try them out. And then he like starts talking and I, I wasn't sure if he was talking to me or talking on the phone. And he's like tapping his AirPod and doing all these things. And I was like, man, that's, that's really cool. So wait, 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 hold on, hold on. They have, so there's mics on there too? They are mics, yep. I did not know that. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're mics. Also, there's a sensor. So depending on what taps you do, one tap can mean something, two taps can mean something. Like, wow. Yeah. Like you can change the volume. You can ask Siri something. You do whatever you want. It's like pretty incredible. And then the uh, official Apple ones also comes with like a rechargeable box. So uh, let's say you talk for like i think airpods without charging can last three hours of talk time but the key is when you're done you just put it back in that box and it charges it back to 100 percent, like it's nothing and i talk that what what if you're just using them as you know headphones yeah so it's longer then it would be four to five hours okay and um what i do because i don't like to take them off because I, I work from home, I don't really think about it. I keep them on the entire eight hours. But the thing I do is I just have one of them on or in my ear at a time. So I'm just talking and listening through that ear. And after a couple hours, I put that back in the rechargeable box, pull out the, the other side and put that in. And it's, it's uh, amazing. Yeah. And pro tip. It's, okay. uh, it's so good that um, Amazon, they sell these knockoffs uh, that I bought. I just got them in on Monday, and, and uh, I think they were like $20 or $25. They're obviously not as good quality, sound quality-wise, um, yeah. but it does a trick. So 
I've been using those like when I travel as well. Uh oh. Okay. I did not know they were that cheap and that relative <laughs> quality. So I've been doing a little bit of research. Well, I clearly not enough. Uh, just really pricing research, finding out how much they were. So I think AirPods retail for about one forty or one sixty. Is that right? Yeah, one hundred. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I asked one of my friends who works for Apple to buy me one already. So I think it's too late to check out this Amazon deal you just <laughs> mentioned. But uh, I've I've been looking for a pair of wireless headphones like this. Earbuds make more sense because what I normally use them for, other than travel, obviously, but like when I'm at the gym, I'd rather have wireless earbuds so I can lift and even go shoot around or whatever, right? Yep. I, I just, how do people work out at the gym, like lift weights for a couple hours with beats on? I will never understand that. That just looks so uncomfortable. Doesn't all the sweat just like get stuck in there? Yeah, it's it's really moist underneath their ears for sure. Yeah, you're spending so much on those beats. I mean, if they're real, but... It just blows my mind. But yeah, I have a couple AirPods on the way, so I will be able to answer this question more in depth next time. So thanks for the question, Josh. I learned, I actually learned a lot. I did not know. I Clearly, I didn't do any research at all. Like, I didn't even you know you could <laughs> tap it and, and control it like that, so that sounds good. Yeah, and it's, it's for all Bluetooth devices, so not just an Apple iPhone, but you could connect to, you know, your computer or your TV or whatever your Bluetooth device is, and you could just uh-huh. use it. So it's... It's pretty useful, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't have an iPhone, but so I'll be hooking up to my iPad. Nice. Making pretty good time. That was only about five minutes. So next question comes from a friend, Justin Kim. He Justin, asks, congratulations to Justin, new baby. Oh, new dad, that's right. Yeah, I congrats. think three weeks maybe, one month old. Wow, congrats. Yeah, so he, uh, I don't know why he did it like this. So if you guys remember when we did this AirPod giveaway contest. Each comment that included a, uh, <laughs> a pocket change question counted as one ticket. So here, Justin consolidated everything. He's consolidated like three three comments into one comment. Like, why would you do that, Justin? You could have had been the brand new owner of a pair of AirPods. You could have won, AirPods. man. You could have won. Could, could have been you. But topics. So the first one is... Why does the U.S. suck at soccer? Oh, no. <laughs> this is this too soon? This is disheartening. Um, the World, <laughs> Cup is, World Cup is only a couple months away. Yep. The U.S. is obviously not in it. Surprisingly, I mean, we'll get back to the U.S., but surprisingly, countries like Holland are not in it. Italy is not in it. So it's not only the United wow. States that really, um, you know, dropped the ball there. But yeah. Um, the number one reason is leadership. I don't think we even have a coach at this point. Bruce Arena quit three months ago or whatever, and we yeah. still haven't found a replacement. And that just shows you, A, the lack of desire for this position, and then yeah. B, um, just leadership from the top, from the, like the U.S. Soccer Federation president and, and everyone. It's just It's just not a very streamline infrastructure so all the kids who grow up and want to play soccer and they are very skillful they end up leaving the u.s and playing in other countries and that's what's really hurt us now for a few generations i mean my my hope obviously is is always to grow our our own talent and keep them here and make them um motivated and have incentives for them to stay here but it's just not the case it's just more prestigious much more money 
to go to like England or Spain or Italy or whatnot. Sure. Leadership is huge. That's a good point. Were, were you a Klinsman guy? I was not not a Klinsman guy. I think U.S. soccer, when it comes to coach, is very similar to A, the Dallas Cowboys coach, and B, Texas basketball coach, or even Texas sports coach, is, yeah, we might have an okay hire, or we have someone that is passable, but what is the alternative? Because all of the other top coaches are either in a position themselves, or Texas basketball, for example, you're not going to get like a Coach K, because... Duke is a top five job in basketball. They're not going to go to Texas. And so that's what I see yeah. U.S. soccer. Like, if you had a choice between coaching Ronaldo in Portugal versus the U.S., yeah. you're going to pick Portugal. That is a very good point. And I think that that's kind of my explanation as well. So I think for me, it's, it's leadership to a certain degree, but it's more talent, right? Like, we, I think we've talked about this a little bit before, but... You know, where are all the, our top athletes going? Uh, mm-hmm. And what tier is ending up playing soccer? Uh, I, I would argue, you know, it's definitely below the major four yeah. uh, in terms of, you know, basketball, football, baseball, even hockey, mm-hmm. and then maybe soccer. Uh, but some of those guys, like, you got to fight for them with you know, track and field. And it's just, it's a very low tier, whereas other countries it's all about soccer or football, right? It's, it's all, that, that, that's all they know. That's all they grow up playing. They never really go off and, and have dreams of be, being in the NBA. It's all, it's all about soccer all, all the time. Yeah. Uh, so kind of in the same way, like, you know, imagine if we had, you know, the LeBrons and all the LeBrons of the world playing U.S. soccer. Like, we would dominate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if we had 11 Russell Westbrooks running out there on the field. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, that is a perfect example. Like, I would love to see Russell Westbrook change the soccer. That he, would be an the, amazing He's the change. perfect prototype size soccer player, right? He's 6'3", yeah. super fast, lightning explosiveness. So just think on, like, just think on, um, like, corner kicks. Like, who's going to be able to box this guy out and <laughs> stop him from heading the ball? Like, no yeah. one. And then just... Non-stop motor. Yeah. 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 So I, I agree with you. Like, top-tier physical talent specimen type guys they're not choosing soccer the thing is like some there's one or two per generation that that do and they a either health gets them so injuries really bite them yeah or b they just leave you know like they're gonna be they're just too talented and they leave and they play for Bayern munich or something like that so yeah that's the issue that's true i mean just like you said you know kind of a texas coaching thing like texas isn't a basketball school and U.S. isn't a isn't a soccer country, you know. So, uh, thanks for the question, Justin. So his next one is: Why isn't ice hockey more popular? Wait, is that Justin as well? This is also Justin. Okay, yeah, because so, I know he's a b- big. He's a Dallas guy, right? Yeah, he's a big hockey guy. Okay, is he a big Dallas Stars guy? He is. Yes, he is. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, I can only speak for Houston. Uh, we <laughs> just don't have hockey down here, and <laughs> I think. A lot of it is regional, right? You know, in a lot of ways, hockey is the hardest organized sport, even in general, I imagine. You know, for basketball, soccer, football, even baseball to a certain extent, you can just go and kind of play pickup. You can just set up a game. I just don't see that happening unless... Do people really go out and 
skate around on frozen lakes and stuff playing hockey? Is, or is that just in the movies? I mean, in the north they do. In the south, you have to rent, you know, rink time, ice time, and yeah. you're competing with other people, and it's just like, you're right. Just the uh, accessibility is not where it is in Canada. So that's what I wanted to segue to is so my company is Canadian. I work with a bunch of Canadians, and when we visit or we meet a client somewhere, I'm outnumbered, right, with Canadians. So we, we always, like, do work in the afternoon, and we, we go out during the evening either for dinner and drinks or both. But they're, they really go to places that only that show hockey games. And it's such a crazy <laughs> mindset that I'm not used to because I'm like, it's Thursday, it's NBA on TNT, LeBron is playing, and they're like, why do you want to watch Cleveland? Like, it's basketball. Whereas, like, they really want to watch the Flyers play the Capitals or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> oh, what? It's really strange. Um, hockey is, like, literally beloved in Canada, even by the people who don't really like the sport, but because they've grown grown around it. If they don't like it, probably their dad likes it or their parents or their siblings. Like, there's someone in the family that really loves it. So they still are very knowledgeable about the sport. So that's one cool thing that I've picked up along the way is, like, all these little intricacies and rules in the NHL that has changed throughout the years. And it's not – I mean, I, I would say it's it's a solid fourth, right, fourth most popular sport in the state. Yeah. But – yeah, it will never. Well, not to, we're not including like NASCAR, right? Not including NASCAR, and then we're not including like esports. I think esports is on its way yeah. up as well. Um, but in True. in Canada, it's definitely number one. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for the question, Justin. And we have we're gonna follow that up with one last one from Justin. <laughs> we have 16 minutes left, by the way. I might need your help to decipher this one. It is in the form of a question, but it's just like four words with a question mark at the end. So okay. it's Gatorade slash Powerade slash pickle juice. Does this make sense to you? Uh, I mean, I, I think he means just, um, I don't know, like revitalizing energy sports drinks. Because pickle juice, don't you remember when we did the MS-150, all the, yeah. <laughs> all the stouts had pickle juice because it's like really good for cramps apparently. True. So maybe, maybe I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything about medicine. Maybe pickle juice has electrolytes in it, where also Powerade and Gatorade do. I, I don't know. But to answer your question, anything that is blue for Powerade and Gatorade, right? True. And then I, I personally like Gatorade more, but I have to, yeah. I have to be biased towards Team Coca-Cola because my wife works for Coca-Cola. Timmy works for Coca-Cola. So I have to I have to say in quotes that I like Powerade as well. Yeah. Gatorade is just more filling. It's it's more full, like a more full taste. Powerade, no matter what it is, it just seems very watery compared to the, its Gatorade counterpart. But especially for pickle juice, I mean I love pickles, but I would never want to drink pickle juice. Like that just sounds disgusting to me. Really? I think Sonic Sonic just came out with like a like a pickle juice slush. <laughs> would you ever try that? I would try it because my wife would order it because she loves pickles and pickle juice. Even really? Pick, yeah, even pickle sh- alcoholic shots. Like, she loves that as well. And so <laughs> um, I can see her ordering that, and then I would take a sip or two for sure. Wait, what do you mix pickle juice with for alcohol? Like, it's literally a pickle-flavored vodka, I believe. Oh, gosh. She drinks that? 
yeah, they her and her friends love that stuff. It's weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have some at the house? No, we did not have pickle alcohol, but don't give her any <laughs> ideas, man. I'm just saying, if we end up there on, on, on Friday, Saturday, we might have to try this pickle juice shot up. But yeah, thanks for the questions, Justin. Uh, I'm sorry you didn't win, but next time, just pro tip going forward, uh, separate all your questions into three different comments. Up your odds. Uh, Justin, Justin, rest in peace, 2018 Dallas Stars season. Man, yeah, we... We should probably talk about that a little bit on a different podcast, but I this was the year, right? This was supposed to be. It really was, and we faltered. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get into it uh, shortly. We do we do have an upcoming NHL playoff preview episode coming up, so we'll talk more about ooh, it then. Foreshadowing, nice. Okay, we got thirteen, thirteen left. Uh, let's see. Let me scroll down here. So, got a few from. From a few people, obviously this was back during the Super Bowl or right before the Super Bowl. Uh, Trammy was asking about discussing Super Bowl outcomes. Go Patriots! I, I don't know if she still yeah, wants us to do that. Yeah, let's talk. We about probably it. need to. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk about that as well as Stephen Wang. He he listed a couple as well, uh, kind of along the same lines with the Super Bowl. Obviously, it was between Philadelphia Eagles and the New England oh, Patriots. Yeah, that's he who, said, "I already forgot who." <laughs> the Patriots lost here, to be honest, but that's right. He said, are Philly fans really the worst? Followed that up right after that with, which fan base do you hate more? Insufferable Pats, who thinks everyone is against them, or Eagles, who freaking threw snowballs at Santa and cheered when Urban nearly broke his neck? Uh, so this is a very interesting question for you, especially, because I know this was a big item of contention back a couple months ago during Super Bowl. Yeah. And you ended up rooting for the Phillies, who are in the Cowboys division, obviously. Yeah. And let me ask you this right now. Like, do you regret that choice? I, I don't at all. Like, I, I genuinely forgot who who beat New England. Because <laughs> it's, it's really, like, just a second. Like, I don't even think about it anymore. Like, yes, Philly got their day in the sun. I remember that victory parade was nuts. Like, it was multi, yeah. multi-million people coming out there. So I'm, I mean, I'm happy for them. I really like that Kobe Bryant video when they won. Um, <laughs> how he was celebrating in his room. Like, the, like, that kind of stuff is what I love about sports. Will Smith. Right? Yeah, Will Smith. Um, Kevin Hart trying to get on stage. Like, all this kind of things. Uh, all these Philly guys coming out now that they're huge fans. But um, <laughs> I'm just happy Tom Brady didn't get West on West Philadelphia, born one. and raised, man. Yeah. Tom Brady didn't get didn't get another one. Belichick didn't get another one. Um, the Pats didn't get another one. Bill Simmons didn't get another one. So that's that makes me more happy than being mad about Philly. Because unless Philly follows this up with another one, I really think it's just a flash in the pan, very similar to the Mavericks in 2011. No one really even talks about that title. No one even like gives outside of Dallas and maybe outside of Texas. No one really cares. And I think that's where um, that's where I see the Philadelphia Eagles. Would that change if you, for some, whatever reason, had to live in Philadelphia? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like a lot of that is just distance, right? Like you don't, you probably don't have many Philadelphia people in your life, or people just always talking smack. Yeah, I, I, I definitely have more. For some reason, I have way more 
Boston fans in my circle than Philly fans. Yeah. But those sure. Boston fa- fans, in my opinion, are all fake anyways. Yes, you heard me. Um, oh, yikes. <laughs> hey, friend of the podcast, man. Friend of the podcast. So maybe you're right. I don't have any Philly friends, and so that's why it feels disconnected. But big picture-wise, as a Cowboys fan, we have five Super Bowls. I didn't want a New England to get to six. That's all that matters to me. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks for the questions, uh, Trammy and Steven. Okay, let's go to – here's one from Roger. It's a little more personal. He says, uh, with nine minutes left on the clock, still don't have an Albie Honeymoon Summary podcast. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> Probably going to need uh, more than nine minutes for that. More than nine? Yeah. You, it's okay. You can, you, summary. Summary. Sure, sure. Okay, so we, uh, Na and I, we went to Japan in September. Um, we were there for two weeks. Props to Roger. Um, his wedding gift to us was actually two hotel nights in Osaka. So that was really oh, nice sick. of him. Uh, we took advantage of that. Did like um, massages and things like that at a, at the hotel. Um, but all in all, the trip was amazing, man. Like the food was good because we saved money yeah. on travel. We we used Chase reserve points, so the tickets were free. Um, we saved money nice. on like the inf- the logistics and stuff, and we spent it all on food. And I know you know my wife; she loves food and she loves the finest of foods. And so, you know, when I'm paying, I'm thinking to myself, "It's it's our honeymoon. It only happens once. It's fine." Uh, and so. Uh, we had really good food there. We also saw, like, the nicest people in the world. I think Japanese people show the most respect out of anybody I've met and I've traveled. Obviously, wow. yeah, obviously around the U.S., but Europe and all that. I just think, like, Japanese people, they're just more respectful. They're more organized, more orderly, more structured. And I really, really enjoyed that because, you know me, I'm, I'm pretty much OCD when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, that was a really pleasant surprise. The only rude people that we ran into were Chinese tourists. So, <laughs> so uh, all those was ma- it was it one offs or was it like a tour bus? Both, man, both. Oh man, <laughs> those what, mainlanders how rude. Are everywhere. Like, like just like just no self awareness. Just no, no self awareness. So, just like, don't care. Like, just like just getting on and off the subway, they're running in and out. Whereas the <laughs> Japanese people are, are literally standing in single file lines waiting for people to get off the subway before they get on. Whereas these, you know, they're Chinese tourists. They just like, <laughs> they run in and out. And also inside the subway, it's quiet. People are like either on their phones or reading. If it's True. loud, yeah. it's because it's a Chinese tourist <laughs> or a Chinese tourist group. So that's when we knew. Yeah. You've been to Japan, yeah. right? What What do you think? Yeah. Uh... I have to go back. I have to go back. I talk to our friend's show about this all the time. When I went there, it was back in high school. It was before I ate sushi. Uh, (laughs) So I pretty much wasted a trip, I feel (laughs) like. It was with my family. And I I don't even remember what I ate. It was just all like rice bowls everywhere. Uh, So I definitely have to go back and really experience the food culture there uh, from a sashimi standpoint, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean, if I had to if I had to summarize it and generalize Japan in a couple sentences is I love the dichotomy between not only the food culture but culture as a whole. It's really cool that 
you have like a 3,000 year old shrine standing next to a brand new high rise tower, you know, uh, that only yeah. happens in, you know, these really old places that have no land. And so new development has to build on top of each other. And it's just really, really cool that like, you can go into this garden and it's, it's quiet and serene and very peaceful. But then you, you exit the gates and it's like downtown Tokyo. And it's, yeah. it's, it's a really cool experience. It's the only country or the only place that Nan and I visited where we're like, we don't want to go home yet. We want to stay for a little longer. Man, yeah. nice. So you said that they were the most respectful people. I'm surprised you said that. That's pretty bold, especially with our North American neighbors or Canada. Like you put them ahead of Canada in that regard? I think Canadians are friendlier. Okay, so yeah. friendly so friendly slash nice versus but respectful. That, but that yeah, but that could be the the language thing, right? If uh-huh. I spoke Japanese, maybe they are friendly as well. But uh-huh. I just I just know that they the people that we were exposed to, even like train station operators, they would open up the map for me, tell me where to go highlight the times and all this kind of stuff like that was amazing service for yeah. like this annoying you know couple coming from america so um really 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 recommend japan for anyone who has the opportunity yeah i mean show almost joined you guys as a third wheel yeah. i think you <laughs> you lobbed that up to him as a joke and i think he always ran with it <laughs> okay well thanks thanks for the question roger and uh i'm sure albert appreciates your gift to him. That was very nice. Yep. Uh, let's see. So we got exactly four minutes left. Let's see how many more we can run through. Uh, Stephen Wang. Uh, this was obviously before the Winter Olympics, but <laughs> I think it really skews our answers for this. Sean White. Is he the greatest? Ooh. You want to tackle this one? Uh, I will have to say yes, just because... You name I'm another... Not... <laughs> I can't name others, <laughs> and like Winter Olympics to me, it's oh man. I mean, I don't want to talk down on them, so I'll refrain from really ranting on this. But it's just it's hard for me to get into it, is what I'll say. But Sean White, I watched his those runs and especially his clutch last one that got him the gold in mm-hmm. the half pipe. Mm-hmm. That was it, that was incredible. One of the most clutch performances I've ever seen. But obviously, there's some backlash as well because you know all the with the Me Too movement, apparently he got in some, he was in some trouble earlier this year or sometime in his past with, with uh, a with girl recent. that yeah it was recent very recent was, okay I think it was two years ago yeah so so that kind of and then you know people were I I feel like people get mad over everything now uh, I'm not talking about the Me Too movement but uh like the flag that he carried like touched the ground and stuff but okay. uh, I didn't hear about that yeah so how would you how would you answer that question? Is he the greatest? Um, I think he is the greatest um, because there's no one that's translated like X Games to snowboarding. So he's like, True. he's yeah. ruled both arenas, if you will. Um, but I think the biggest, so I agree with you. I think when it comes to fandom and excitement, Winter Olympics, it's not far-fetched to say it's superior or inferior to the Summer Olympics. Just because some of the team sports in Summer Olympics, you get more prideful about that, you know? Um, yeah. Whereas in, you, in winter sports, it's really just skating and curling that you have to like, defend the flag for. But with that being yeah. said, 
I think one one of the huge winners of the Olympics for us was Chloe Kim, right? On the other side, yeah. um, the girls half pipe. She was really awesome. But did you? So did you watch Chloe Kim? Yeah, I did. How, how was... do you? How, okay, so props to her, obviously. Yeah. But how do you feel watching women's after watching Sean White do like a fifteen eighty <laughs> or whatever? Yeah, it's it's it was still really impressive. Uh, I, I wonder how much of it is regional again. Uh, obviously, I, you know, I snowboarded before. I could never do what any of the stuff she did uh, or he did for that matter. But you see it on like the side angle comparisons, uh, just the height yeah. that they get on those uh, Sean White versus or men versus women. But women's stuff is, I mean, I was very impressed by Heidi. But again, like I know nothing about the sport either. So I can't really say. I just know relative to the rest of her competition, she just blew, blew them away, like first run, right? Yeah. Prop, yeah, props to Chloe Kim. Um, I think one of the really cool things for me personally leading up to the Winter Olympics was actually all those commercials about the athletes, even though it's like just this quick 60-second you know, snippet, but you, we learn a little, about, a little bit about their background, their upbringing. So yeah. it was really cool to see when she won, they, the cameras panned over to her dad, you know, this yeah, old true. Korean dad, and he's like crying and so proud. And at that moment, I was like, man, sports, yeah, for some reason, it's sports that gets those emotions out of people. Yeah. Oh, what timing. You hear oh, that wow. beeping going on? Oh, wow. Man, that was right at the buzzer. But yeah, thank you, everyone, for the questions. I agree, yes. Heidi Kim is a beast. And those Olympic stories, backstories, that's the best part of the Olympics, right? But thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I uh, appreciate it. We're going to try to make this a weekly segment again. So uh, thanks for tuning in on this Pocket Change Thursday. See you again next week. Bye, guys.